Join Rowdy and Kyle every Monday and Thursday night for another episode of the Rowdy Magalite Show. Sponsored by On Tire Tailgate System. at the track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass all right race fans let's get rowdy the next 60 minutes will be two men talking one thing and one thing only racing from the dirt tracks of the Carolinas to the super speedways of Daytona and Talladega, no race is too big or small for this duo. Ladies and gentlemen, these are our hosts, Rowdy Maglite and Kyle Magda. This is the Rowdy Maglite Show. All right, guys, welcome to the welcome to the Rowdy Maglite Show. And as always, we got Kyle Magnum all the way up in PA. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Rowdy. How's it going? Man, it's going good. Kyle, uh, getting close to Thanksgiving, which means one thing, the Snowball Derby's on its way. We're going to kind of, next couple shows, we're going to feature the Snowball Derby weekend. Today, we got John. Actually, guys, we're lucky enough to have two guys today that's from my home, right around my hometown, who will be at the Derby this weekend. John Bowling will be racing in the Snowball Derby and the Snowflake. We'll see how he's prepared for both of those races. And also we got out in the Outlaws uh, from Jasper, Austin Evans. So both those guys calling in. Uh, Austin is going to be at 945. And then we got John calling in at 7.05. Or what, I keep saying 7, Kyle, because it's Monday morning now. It's 9.05. Yeah, I know, Rob. You confused me yesterday, but uh, it's okay. Um, yeah, John Bowen we've had on before. I'm looking forward to having him on, Austin Evans on as well. So, uh, yeah, everybody, uh, thanks for running the board today. Um, kind of had a little something come up, but, uh, you know, thankful I can call in. And, you know, uh, thanks for pinch hitting today. I appreciate it. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a good show tonight. I know you've been wanting to get ready for the snowball derby. It's been freezing cold here in Pennsylvania, but, uh, I'm glad uh, you were able to swing those two guys and, uh, you know, it's good. Uh, you can, uh, we can do that rowdy. We've had some really good shows lately. Absolutely. Also, I've got, uh, on our next show, which will probably be pre-taped, Tyler, uh, I've got a, another local guy from Cordova, Alabama. Jordan Key. We actually met at the little local track there several years ago, 2013, uh, and they're still running. They hadn't closed them down, Kyle. So uh, while we got this coming up at the Snowball Derby, Kyle, there's going to be the uh, – you got the uh, Pure Stock, which has 13 entries. The Sportsman has 14 entries. The Pro Trucks has 16 entries. The Modifieds, Kyle, they're running the Modifieds that uh, Jordan Key will be in. It has 24 entries. Uh, the Outlaws, Austin Evans will be in. It has 30 entries right now. The Snowflake has 56 entries, and the Snowball Derby, as it stands today, has 58 entries. So it's going to be a big, big weekend next weekend. 
in Pensacola, Florida, at the Five Flags Speedway. Yeah, Rowdy, looking forward to it, and uh, hopefully uh, I'll give you a call back in a few minutes, okay? All right, guys, we're waiting on uh, John Bowling. Uh, I've seen John in a couple of races this year, earlier in the season, uh, knocking at the door every time. Talk about uh, how, how John's got both of his cars prepared for the snowflake and the snowball derby, and like one of our guests said the other night, it's Friday, uh, Saturday night and uh, Friday night, some of the most intense moments in uh, Derby weekend, and that's trying to qualify for both races. Kind of hard to read what the weather's going to be, but, you know, the years that I've been there, it's that we've had a few cold ones. It's December, guys. Uh, we've had a lot of good sunny days. And Sunday pretty much going to be one of those warm, sunny days. That will be my last race for the year, guys, the Snowball Derby. And what a way to end it. Uh, Tim Bryant and his bunch down there, if you had not got tickets, you better call this morning because uh, they have been going fast. And last year, it was a sellout. Uh, Noah Gregson, one of the drivers coming in out of NASCAR, Noah has won the Snowball Derby. I was there when he won it. You got you had to win it on the track and win it in tech room. And I think we got a different situation down at the end of the room of the doom. Got to be legal, but it's not, it's not, it's not just a one-man show no more in the tech room, so. Guys, uh, it's in good shape. It's going to be real interesting. In the past, you don't leave to the throw the flag down in the tech room, guys. It's not over till tech day. It's over. So, uh, getting ready for uh, the snowball derby, guys. Uh, the derby. The, uh, we talked about the pure stocks. It's a 50-lapper. The Sportsman's a 50. The Pro Truck's 50. Modifieds are 70. Outlaws are uh, 50 also. And then you get to the Snowflake on Saturday night. It's a 100-lapper. And then the Big Boy on uh, the Snowball Derby itself. Covered the uh, All-American. 400. That was a great weekend. So a lot of good racing there. Uh, Stephen Nasty brings home the. Uh, he brought home the. The All American 300 trophy and. We had a kid, had a young man on. I don't want to call him a kid. But he's not 15, and I guess I've got a, a reason to call him that. But we had uh, Jake. Bowman, he was on the show last week. He won the uh, the Pro Lake model division. It's All American 400. So we're waiting on John right now to call. Call in. A lot of big stories breaking this weekend. Uh, drivers going in different. Different 
segments and driver different teams. Now we got uh, Jimmy Johnson coming back. I think that's a big story for the year 2022. Jimmy Johnson coming back, driving limited, joining uh, GMS, Petty GMS. I have not heard it. How they're going to call that? Uh, how they're going to put Jimmy in there? And will they? The question is, will he get the 48 number back from Hendricks? That's going to be uh, interesting to see if he gets that 40. Kyle says he's heard 44, which makes which makes sense. While we're uh, waiting on John, guys. I'm going to uh, play this little segment from GMS, and we'll we'll break away when John calls in. Everyone, and thank you for being with us this morning. I'm Winston Kelly. With a, I have been blessed over my 41 years in this sport to do some very, very special press conferences, several with some of the folks that you have on the stage, and to have a front row seat for those moments is among the most cherished memories that I'll ever have. When Mike called me earlier this week to see if I was going to be in Phoenix on Friday, said yes, didn't tell him. If I wasn't, I'd have changed my flight, no matter what it would have cost when he told me what it was. Because in my opinion, today will go down as one of the announcements that helps evolve and celebrate and move forward the foundation of our sport, just like some of them that we've had in the last number of months. For our very special announcement this morning, we're joined today by team owner of Petty GMS, Mari Gallagher, team president, Mike Bean, a couple of guys that need no introduction, chairman of Petty GMS and seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion and inaugural NASCAR Hall of Famer Richard Petty, and another seven-time NASCAR champion and very familiar face who we haven't seen nearly as frequently as we'd like to over the past year. Jimmy Johnson. Also in the room with us, we're joined by Petty GMS's Director of Competition and Engineering, Joey Cohen, and the 2023 driver lineup, Cup Series drivers, Eric Jones and Noah Gregson, and GMS Racing Truck Series driver, Grant Enfinger. So we thank you all for being here today, and with that, I'd like to turn it over to Mari Gallagher, who has some news to share. Mari? Thank you, uh, Winston. Stage, I'm just we're very excited today to announce that uh, seven-time cup champion uh, Mr. Jimmy Johnson is going to be joining Petty GMS as an owner and uh, a competitor. And we'll have more. Jimmy can talk about that. But uh, it's uh, pinching myself sitting up here with this kind of talent and this kind of record. Um, and it, I can honestly say that uh, while we didn't anticipate having this kind of talent up here, it was never not a goal. We want to be at the top. And I chatted with Richard last year as we put our team together and, and the like. His goal was to be, you know, up front, to be a winner. Um, Mike and I joined forces back in 2015. And since that time, Mike's uh, overseen 41 truck wins, two championships, and many ARCA wins and championships as well. So uh, that's the culture of this uh, uh, program. And uh, we travel in racing motorsports. And uh, uh, on a personal note, um, if you'd have told me when I started in racing in 2010, I'd be sitting here today. You know, that would have been that would have been a bridge too far, probably. But I couldn't be more excited personally to be here. 
to be involved with uh, these two gentlemen. Uh, Jimmy is going to be uh, obviously a great name and, and a uh, help with a lot of our awareness and marketing, but obviously on the competition side, uh, working with our drivers, Eric and Noah, Grant, all those things will be positives. Uh, I think you're going to hear from him. He's going to be as excited to be back and, and, and doing this stuff and uh, as he moves on in his career and the like. But from a petty GMS, uh, where we're going, this is a phenomenal step for us. Richard obviously was the first bridge. Now this one, um, very, very excited about that. But uh, I'm sure you'll, you'll hear good stuff out of these guys. But uh, uh, we, we look forward to the 23 season. Um, <coughs> our driver contingency is as good as anybody in the business. Uh, Mike in the uh, competition side of, as you saw with the, the Darlington situation. So uh, very exciting times for us. Thank you, Mari. Jimmy, I remember you telling me the night before you announced that you were stepping away from full-time competition and stepping away from Hendrick Motorsports, that you weren't done. You just didn't know exactly what that path might be. And you've been true to your word that, you know, you've kept very active. And I'm sure I join a lot of people in the garage that look forward to having you back. So how does it feel uh, to be coming back on such a regular basis in NASCAR? How does this, uh, this day and this uh, evolution feel to you? It, honestly, it, it's, uh, it feels incredible. Um, I must say I did not see this in my future. This is something that um, in so many ways, so many reasons, and an opportunity I'm honored to be a part of and, and very excited to be a part of. So it, with all that being said, again, I, I just I, this wasn't when, I, last time I was really at a NASCAR race was here in 2020, other than the double, you know, at the Brickyard IndyCar race. So um, when I left here, I really had no idea what was in store for me. I, I knew I wanted to try IndyCar. Had an amazing experience there, and stepping away from full-time IndyCar, I wanted to create, you know, a good eight to ten race schedule of just really fun races, and, and certainly coming back to NASCAR. And as this conversation started, um, you know, it, it just it's one that I, I really had to pay close attention to, and uh, an offer that, uh, an opportunity that, and, and one that I had to take. So I'm very excited about this. Richard, you, you and I have talked a lot, as you have with everybody in this room. You were there at NASCAR's first Cup Series race, you know, the, the family business, Petty Enterprises, and the evolution that became Richard Petty Motorsports and now Petty GMS Racing. So talk about the addition. What do you feel about the addition of Jimmy Johnson and what that adds to this race team, how things continue to build and evolve? You know, uh, me and Murray talk all the time about you know, what can we do to improve our situation, uh, make our business bigger, win more races? And she called me one day and said, you know, I've been talking to Jimmy Johnson. And I said, you've got to be kidding. You know, Jimmy Johnson wants to be involved with us or we want to be involved with him. And uh, it, from that standpoint, uh, I just sort of went off the edge and I said, this has got to be one of the biggest things that uh, in GMS from that standpoint. Uh, you know, we joined cahoots last year got a pretty good start this year but with jimmy adding on with uh, his popularity and the people he knows that we don't know uh, it had to be a heck of a deal so from my standpoint uh, it's it's a big big step not just for one year but i'm looking farther farther down the road uh, you know if jimmy comes in does his deal you know i'm 85 years old so i'm not going to be here for another 15 or 20 years and uh, then uh, Jimmy can kind of take over. So that, that had to be a plus for us.
Mike, when you look back over your 40 plus, maybe uh, 50 plus year career, you've been a lot with a lot of great drivers, a lot of incredible owners, be it Richard, Bill Elliott, Junior Johnson, all of them. So what does this mean? You know, and you've helped build GMS from the ground up. What does this mean for the future when you look at uh, Petty GMS racing? Well, definitely the future looks bright for us, you know, and when this all started, you know, and Maury, we've talked about this for a couple of years. One, okay, what's our future? And so once we, you know, went with the cup program and, you know, he, he acquired the charters and, you know, especially it's pretty special for me, of course, for, you know, Richard and Kyle and the Petty family because that's where I really started cup racing. You know, and this is, like I was telling Richard last week, you know, it's our future, and Jimmy's our future, and, you know, uh, so it's it's exciting for us, you know, because uh, I feel like, you know, he's going to bring a totally different mindset, you know, to us on certain things, so I'm excited about that, you know, and, you know, we couldn't do this, you know, with the partners we have, you know, without them, you know, with, you know, Eric and, you know, Jim folks. And so we're very blessed. And it's just a special day for us. I mean, we've, you know, Petty GMS has been in business for 11 months. Pretty crazy what's happened in 11 months. And I was telling Maury last night, you know, that we were leaving the restaurant and he's talking about talking. I said, yeah, I'm about talked out. I'm about negotiated out. I'm about done here for a while. You know, so... Hopefully, I know it ain't the last one, but still, you know, excited to, you know, for our future. And it's going to be, uh, like I said, this when we announced Noah, you know, and we're trying to fast track this. That's, you know, and that's what we're doing. Jimmy, that the first part of the announcement, obviously, is uh, you becoming co-owner. There might be another little bit to it that you want to share with the group. Yes, definitely excited to share more. Um, with that being said, we still have... A, a lot to uh, to work through and decisions. Do want to run a limited schedule uh, next year in the you know, NASCAR Cup Series, and we can confirm today that we will kick that off at the Daytona 500. So more to come. We we do know that that race, um, but again, there's still a lot to be sorted out, and, and we hope to have more exciting announcements down the road. Well, I know the fans will appreciate that as well. So uh, Mari, you're going to have a big off season. What are your thoughts leading in to 2023? Well, um, this is always a hill to climb in uh, professional sports, and uh, the guy at the top only has one way to go is down, but we've got a way to go up. And, uh, uh, you know, from where I sit, I'm in the cheap seats watching, you know, when these guys turn them loose and, and the product they put out there. And I was very excited when Mike uh, and we were able to acquire and work with Richard and the team and the charters, as he said. But 23 with Noah and Eric, uh, you know, Grant's going to be back. Um, we've, we've got championship you know, capable people both in the garage and in the cars. So uh, um, I'm not going to sit here and predict championships next year, but they're going to our future as far as I'm concerned. Jimmy, you didn't use the word retirement uh, a couple of years ago, but you did retire from full-time racing about a month ago. Here we are a month later announcing that you're a team owner. How did you get here? How did? What was that process? I saw you about a month ago, and... Yeah. You wouldn't have told me if I'd have asked, but so how did you get here? Needless to say, things escalated quickly. <laughs> um, you know, I really did feel like I would run a, run some cup races 
and was pursuing a few different options. I uh, still have a great relationship with Chip Ganassi and, and the, the team, and, and I am interested in some Indy car races, interested in sports car racing. So I, I, when this opportunity came along, and it really came through the offices of Alan Miller, and uh, he's been my longtime kind of agent, if you will. I know he hates that term, but uh, not only does his office look after my interests, but also Eric Jones. And Michael Bill has kind of been the point person in recent years. And as Michael learned about my desires to continue to drive and to try to find a different way uh, to be involved in the sport, uh, I was like, man, you really need to talk to Maury. Like, I feel like there's an opportunity here that, that really makes sense on both sides. And that was the catalyst and start of it. And, and literally, you know, here in the last month, a lot has happened. I think a lot of people in any business evolve from the student to, in, in your case, literally the master and the mentor, uh, as you did at Hendrick Motorsports. When you think about the mentorship opportunity that you have with guys like Noah and Eric, the mind there. You know, just a, an opportunity that I have to give back. And I, I felt like through my career, I had many that, believed in me and gave me that chance and did offer advice and and I wouldn't be where I am today if, if I didn't have someone like Jeff Gordon you know mentoring me and many many before Jeff um, and through the years especially once I kind of hit my peaking cup uh, many young drivers would talk to me as I mentioned the connection with Eric through Alan Miller's office we've had a relationship I've known Noah um, and I've always been a resource I've always felt like um, people helped me get to this point by giving and that I should give back so now, in the ultimate scheme of things, I will have that opportunity, new challenge to do so, and, and really excited to share uh, when I can and how I can. And I don't think I have all the answers, and I still have so much to learn, especially with this new role. I know one aspect of the sport, but there are many more for me to learn. And I plan to sit back, listen, take notes from these two pros, and, and offer help where I can. Well, before we open it up to question, I think I would be remiss. Richard, you are the king, so you get the final words before we open it up any other comments and thoughts you have no i, I just look at a deal that uh, you know we got eric and Noah coming along uh, they're getting their experience in the cup deal i got jimmy to come and, and give them some history help them out uh, from some of the different racetracks and all this but it's to me it's a good combination you got a couple younger guys and old, older guy not old <laughs> an older guy kind of near and from that standpoint, you know, they can help each other. And uh, so now we've got a, a real pro that can say you're doing this wrong or you're doing that. And then on the other hand, the young guy says, well, you've not been in this car. You've got to do this. So the combination of all three of them working together, uh, from my standpoint, couldn't be better for our team. And if you look at the uh, results this year, it's certainly uh, the trajectory is on the right end. Uh, so we'll start taking questions. I think I saw uh, Lee's hand up first, and then we'll get to as many as we can. Just curious, uh, Jimmy, we talked to Justin Marquette, and I'm wondering if you picked his brain because he's like that next generation of ownership coming in that is setting new trends in the sport. And I'm just kind of wondering if, you know, you see kind of help taking GMS in that direction. Yeah, I would say that you know, Justin and I have been friends for a long time, and our conversations have, uh, have always been ongoing. And I think he and I both bounce ideas off of each other, and I just love his perspective on 
on the sport and change and the vision he has for his company. Uh, so it's been inspiring. And now that this is official and as I try to learn how I can help and where I can help, I look forward to more specific conversations with him and, and others on, on that front. But I've always... Uh, well, I won't get to everybody in the order, but I know I saw Kelly and uh, Claire's hand go up. So we'll go with Cle Kelly, Claire, uh, and then back over here. KellyClannellRacer.com. Jimmy, first off, as you said, you haven't been to a NASCAR race since 2020. So did you have to pick up a hot pass today? I was planning to, and we had a pre-meeting that that uh, ate into that time zone, so somebody grabbed it for me. But <laughs> we, we plan I planned to go. I wanted to have that experience and get some pictures of it, but missed that opportunity. Um, so being away from NASCAR, you said one of your things when you went to IndyCar and, and doing even IMSA races is you had to forget NASCAR habits, but I'm sure you didn't forget NASCAR or, or miss, obviously, so long. So was there always kind of like an underlying inkling that if I can go back one day, I'd want to go back and and run races again? Yeah, that's always been in the back of my mind. As I got into the IndyCar, I feared doing so just because the worlds were so different and, and wanted to stay focused on the IndyCar program. Uh, so if I did continue in IndyCar in 23, I had planned to uh, to try to come back to some level in NASCAR and run some races. I've been open and honest with Mr. Hendrick and Jeff Gordon about trying to come back. Justin Marks uh, and I had spoken about his Project 91 car. You know, so. Prior to this opportunity really developing, um, Claire Relang, Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Did you miss us, Jimmy? Absolutely. I've been watching from afar. Although I haven't been here and been too involved, I've been watching. There's plenty going on. Yeah. <laughs> and NASCAR has grown a lot in the time since you left. There's a lot going on. What's the mojo you're feeling about it? And then long term, what do you see yourself, you know, full time in NASCAR, running the team, being like a Mr. Hendrick, et cetera, et cetera, a young owner coming in? What's your vision? And, uh, you know, what's really important to you with all of this? You mean full-time as an owner or a driver? Yeah. <laughs> Just want to make sure it's not a driver. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah what, where is this all going? Janie's you probably know what I mean? watching, so please don't start that rumor. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. All right. I won't tell anyone. So the uh, – gosh, now I kind of forgot what your first part of the question was. Right. Well, you know, what your vision is for you down the road, you know, as you, as you look at your future – and then also, have you seen NASCAR, what has happened to NASCAR over the time since you left? Yeah, it's a big question. I mean, obviously NASCAR is experiencing um, the many others that are trying to get in the game. So it certainly has a, a piece, uh, you know, part of my interest and in why I'm so thrilled to be involved. Um, long term, I just don't know what that looks like. You know, we're, we're literally uh, weeks into this, you know, taking place. And I, I know that I have so much to learn. Um, on the ownership side, I do feel that what I've done the last two years in racing an IndyCar and fundraising for IndyCar, that I, I'm, I have more experience in the space, and I do think that I, I have uh, some I can offer there to the company. Um, and then directly to competition side, being able to work. I know there are other aspects there that kind of the low-hanging fruit that makes sense. Um, I did spend a little time with GM throughout my career, so there's, there's a chance that might be helpful too. Uh, so, you know, there, there are a lot of layers to it that I don't quite understand now, but I'm taking this very seriously. And, again, this is a, a chance of a lifetime that uh, I'm very excited about. Okay, we'll do Jerry, Channel. I'm going to try to go back and forth. Jerry, Jenna, Nate, Bob, Jerry Holly. Jordan. Jerry Jordan kicking the tires flat net. Between you all, you have 14 championships. You're going to hear Mari talk about we're, we're looking for another one at some point in, in the future. What is the long-term goal for Jimmy Johnson? Because when you, when you left here and you went to – IndyCar, and you, you, 
you didn't think we'd obviously see you back at, at some point, uh, you know, doing the, especially not this. So these conversations that you've had with Justin, with with Jeff Gordon and Mr. Hendricks, did anybody say don't do this at any point? Like, are you know, are you crazy? I mean, what, 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 what's, what's your your end game? We're all crazy. Everybody in racing is crazy. You sign up to join the circus, you're a bit crazy. Um, I, I don't know if I have a, a well thought out answer other than this has been home to this family, the industry that I know, uh, and being able to get to know Maury over the, you know, granted it hasn't been a very long courting or dating relationship, but whatever we want to call it. <laughs> um, the history that he has with Michael Bill character is um, the way he conducts himself and carries himself and takes care of business. I think we have a lot of similarities that we've discovered and who and what we're about. And, and I just feel like you combine that with, with Richard, his legacy, his history, uh, we just have something special here that is, you know, still needs to be developed. So I don't have a great answer for the No, we have to. We have to get on this path here. I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you. If we don't win and do well, I mean, I don't know why we're gonna do it. And me and him have that conversation all the time. It's all about winning, which I know people say that. But you know what is that saying? I mean, everybody's gonna say, "Oh, I don't want to do is win," but are you gonna work hard enough or make the financial commitment to do it? And you know, Corey's done that. You know, and so it's like. I want to bring up, like, you know, you, we you, 14 championships between Richard and Jimmy. Then we got him and that Dale that goes with us. So now he adds eight. You know, so we have a, you know, you always have to bring that. I mean, you know, we talk about the culture and, you know, Eric and Dave's done really well, right? And, you know, thank Ty and even Jeremy and, you know, the 42 group for really getting us going. So, I mean, it's exciting. You know, but, you know, like I said, I hope a lot of this negotiating is going to be done here in about a week or so because, you know, it's uh, it's been a lot. But, you know, the thing about him, it's always changing. And, you know, so it's uh, it's fun because, uh, you know, Lord, I don't know what's going to happen next. I mean, we are going to have three trucks and three cup cars. Why not? I mean, we, you know. <laughs>
need to have arc a car again and a dirt car. And yeah, we got a late model. So yeah. Jimmy, how much time you got to spend cheering this guy up? <laughs> um, a, 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 a path forward and an aggressive path forward to success, and that's that's what I'm so excited yeah. about. Um, go ahead. So four weeks ago. Um, Four NASCAR team owners of representatives came to the media and they said the model's broken and something's got to change. And your buddy Jeff Gordon was one of those that said, you know, this has got to change. And um, I'm curious why you would hear those things and then say, sure, take my money. I want in. I, I think that's a great question. Um, and when I look at opportunities I had when I was driving for Rick. Before we go to Nate. Uh, when I mentioned there were 283 wins between the two of them, it was I was quickly reminded 284 because there is a Petty GMS win there as well. So we'll do Nate, Bob, Holly, Jordan, and Chris. Nate Ryan, NBC Sports. Jimmy, uh, you said that you were looking at a schedule of eight to ten races in IndyCar at one point for next year. I know that it's not solid yet, but do you, can you tell us more about what you think you'll be racing beyond NASCAR, if anything? Are you still interested in doing IndyCar? Are you still interested in doing the Indy 500? And does having a team ownership here with a Chevy team preclude running for Ganassi or Honda teams at Indy? Yeah, still interested in the sports car, Indy car. I've got an awesome opportunity to race in off-road trucks if I want. Alex Bowman has offered me a Chili Bowl ride. So the uh, the invites keep coming in. I have been solely focused on this. You said at Laguna Seca you were interested in Wilkesboro. Wilkesboro would be conflicting with Indy 500 qualifying. Have you gotten down that? I noticed that on the schedule. Uh, just again, just haven't haven't arrived at that conversation yet. Okay. <laughs> Last point I've got for you, uh, you know, Jenna mentioned the, the team ownership side and putting up your money. Um, can you give us any insight? Like, do you have partners buying into this with you? Or are, are you putting up money? I know that you probably don't have to disclose financial details, but can you tell us, have, did you front some cash to, to get involved here? Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're you know, eager to share uh, structure and details, but um, it, it's it's me. It, there there is no one else on my Jordan team. and Chris. <laughs> uh, uh, Packers Fox Sports. Just to follow up. I mean, Maury, are you still the majority owner of the team? Yes. Okay. And I assume you don't have a charter for your Daytona 500 car. So can you? Are you? Are you well, so. Uh, <laughs> well, I know. So. So I guess the question is, are you prepared to try to have to race your way into the Daytona 500, and what do you, how do you view that challenge? Yeah, I, I'm definitely aware of the situation and would assume that would be the case. And um, let's go racing. Do everything I can to get in that Daytona 500. I will put a plug in. Uh, this year uh, we were in the uh, Talladega, the front row of the last two starts. So Mr. Beam here to my left is the GMS uh, Super uh, track record. Uh, we're as good as anybody in the business, so I'm breaking my arm, patting us on the back. But uh, yeah, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll have an advantage. We believe in, in quality of car that he's he's going to be in. Holly, then Jordan. Holly Kane with the NASCAR Wire Service. Jimmy, I guess this is a really basic question. But why become an owner as opposed to just doing some races? I'm sure that wouldn't have been an issue for you to find a team that said, uh, yeah, we'll field a car for Jimmy Johnson. But why become an owner in addition to being in it? And then when the idea was presented to me by Michael Bill, um, it, it just, and knowing where, where Maury's commitment is, and he's only been 
you know, in the cup business for 11 years, I'm sorry, 11 years, 11 months, they want to raise the pathway forward and really learning and understanding about where he wants to take the company. Um, it, it just started to feel right. And it's really a gut feel. Um, and I think that gut feel supersedes any logical thought of, you know, what are else, what other stories I've heard about being a team owner and jokes that I've heard Mr. Hendrick make over the years, you know, it got to a point where, um, this was a gut feel that, you know, I wanted to be a part of it and I want to intrigues you about being an owner and, and what do you think you can bring to the team from that perspective? I, I don't know where my strengths will play out at this point in time, but again, the last two years in the IndyCar space and how, uh, my office has managed our, our partners, our relationship, the relationship I've had with Chip, um, Chip's willingness to, uh, you know, show me more of how a car owner um, acts, leads, um, decisions they make. Like I've just, I've had a better understanding of it all, and I, I have, I've been intrigued by it. I've been interested in it. I've gained some experience in it, and and I think I'm in an environment here where I can learn from two of the best. And you mentioned Justin Marks, but I'm wondering if you talked to Brad Keselowski or Denny Hamlin, two other drivers who've kind of stepped into the ownership ranks and gotten their feedback on on the process. Yeah, I've, I've talked to a lot of people um, through the last, uh, and really, I, the communication hasn't stopped. I mean, I, I've always um, spoken to Michael Jordan a couple times a year, and that, that still has happened. And as, uh, sorry? Yeah, advice, and, I mean, yeah. So from, you know, I, I guess what I'm getting at is conversations. I've, I've maintained my relationships throughout the industry. Um, if it's NASCAR or other team owners, Mr. Hendrick, Jeff Gordon, and, and maybe they – they questions were a little more pointed as uh, as they happened more recently, but I, I'm always trying to keep my hand in the, you know on the pulse and understand what's going on. And and in recent weeks, have asked a few more questions, so I'd be curious to check back in with those folks now to see if any red flags went up in their mind. So Chris and Jim, ChrisKnightKitchens.com, uh, Jimmy. Um, not that you need another thing on your plate, but uh, is the possibility of running LeMond still on the table, or is that going to be off the table? Now it's still on the table. I, I've made sure um, that my calendar is nice and open in June, and, and hopefully it can stay that way. Jim? Jim Otter, motorsport.com. For Mike, um, one of the things that was evident uh, after Tony Stewart joined with Gene Haas and Brad Keselowski joined with Jack Roush was not only was there, uh, the, you know, what those individuals brought to the teams, but the willingness of other people in the industry to want to join with that organization now because they're now part of it. Do you see, whether it be sponsors or just personnel, uh, a, a bigger sort of impact in being able to attract top talent throughout the NASCAR uh, industry? I mean, you know, it's a great question. We discuss that all the time, like, you know, uh, you know, just from the standpoint of what we're going to do to get to the next level. And, you know, I keep saying we're fast-tracking it. You know, and, Jimmy, we've had a some great conversations, you know, and talking to Richard, you know, last week, and like, what are we going to do to get to the next level? And you know, talking to the GM folks, and you know, so yeah, you know, when Tony went to Gene, it made a huge difference, right? It did, you know. So, and Brad being it with Jack and fit, you know, Ralph Fenway, so it definitely made a difference, and that's kind of, you know. Jimmy, you know, Donati came up here to the shop and met with me, Joey Cohen, and you know, people, people need some, you know, you don't need to understand, but you know, it's like 11 months in this deal, and you know, like I told Jimmy, I said, you're going to be, there's going to be a huge task here because Joey Cohen, you take 
Chad Norris, you take Dave Ellens, and you know you take myself, and you know it's just us four making decisions on this cup stuff, you know, and it's like, I mean, it's not like it's a big committee, right? And so it's like he's getting in on the ground floor, and you know, Maury and I, we've said this all along, you know, just you know he, you know, <laughs> Jimmy Scott, which I know he works hard because I get text messages from him, you know, at six o'clock in the morning. I get that, so you know, it's like, but. You know, uh, it's going to be exciting to see because there's there's a lot of work to do here for us to get to where we need to be. We're a couple years, uh, you know, where we feel like we need to be on certain things with relationships, and you know, so like I said, it's only been a week with him. No, you don't need to talk to him. <laughs> um, just to follow on to that, one of the things I think that was a seller for Jimmy was I've built a lot of businesses over my time and, and there's nothing more exciting in a business world than to start with an idea, look around the corner and see it work. And as I tell people that are involved in that, these are the good old days. Building something is, is tremendous. It's a lot of fun and if you've never done it before, it's, uh, you know, it's an exceptional uh, thing and I think Jimmy, is, uh, he picked up on that side because this is going to be a building effort and uh, you know, we're, we're at that young age, four people that are really running shows compared to you know the big the big boys in the sport Hendricks and, and uh, Gibbs and things like that. Those are very well big established companies. So uh, I think that was a big piece of the attraction. I'm putting words in Jimmy's mouth, but uh, I know it's been exciting for me. What do you know? Words? That's absolute truth. <laughs> Certainly hopeful that being involved does attract the sponsors, personnel. You know, that's some of that low-hanging fruit that we we think we recognize immediately, um, and, and frankly, why we were so eager to try to announce here and not wait um, until we had more answers. You know, we need to get going. It's November. I appreciate everybody's patience as uh, hands went up and we went around the room. Did I miss anybody that has a question now? Because uh, one-on-ones are going to be a little bit later, which I'll come back to. Any final questions? Still, still in the works. We don't, we don't have anything there yet. I think Rick wants to just give me the 48, so, yeah. That's, that's so don't reason. start any shanty rumors, but no, you're, you're okay that with rumor. that rumor. Yes. Okay. All right, everyone. I'd like to welcome our first guest on today. Be racing this weekend or next weekend. This weekend we'll be enjoying Thanksgiving, but I know the Snowball Derby weekend will be a, the main topic. But our first driver from Jasper, Alabama, Austin Evans. Welcome, Austin. Hey, how are you? How is everybody? Man, Austin doing great. Jasper is right, correct? Yes, sir, that is right. So, Austin, uh, you know, I live up in Carbon Hill, so how does a guy uh, get hooked up and decide he wants to race the Outlaws? I think we just dropped Austin. Uh, Kyle, we had Austin here, and we, he, he dropped on us. Let's see if he calls us right back. Okay, Rowdy, I'm, I'm thankful he's calling back in, and uh, we can have him on today. All right. All right, Austin, let's let's try this again. I'm on the road, but I've stopped. Uh, Austin, kind of what got you the, the racing bug? Uh, well, ever since I was a little boy, um, my father, he didn't necessarily drive a race car. He helped his, his brother who drove a race car uh, before he did, and it's been in the family ever since. 
it's been, I guess, late 80s, early 90s. That's all they did was race, and it's carried on through generations. So, uh, say, read your home track, Austin. Uh, yes, uh, we don't run there a whole lot, um, but, yes, it is the closest track to my home. i tell you what, that little old track has survived a many a year, and they're still putting on a good show at Say Ray, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they have a great crowd every week, ton of cars show up. A lot of people sometimes show up. You have no idea who they are. Some people have been running there for years, and they put on a great show every weekend. We just we tend to stay more toward the bigger tracks now and keep our stuff clean. Austin, let's talk. Name some of the tracks that you that you raced at this year. Uh, this year alone, uh, I have did one race at Sayre, uh, one race at Huntsville Speedway, uh, one race at Nashville Fairgrounds, uh, a couple races uh, down at Five Flags for the, where the Snowball Derby will be, and a uh, a bunch of races at Montgomery Motor Speedway. Well, that Montgomery is a slick. Stan's got a really nice track down in Montgomery. Yes, he does. That place has really run well. They've always treated us good, and they put on a great show. Well, Austin, being in the Outlaws, uh, what you looking for the, the next weekend at the uh, Derby? How, how are you preparing for the Derby? <laughs> well, I'm looking for a lot of speed. Um, we went to the uh, snow. I think it's the Snowball Derby preview is what they call it. Uh, Saturday evening, uh, car was good uh still lacking a little bit of speed a couple tenths uh we need a little help around the middle of the corner but other than that i think we're going to do pretty good i'm really excited uh i'm hydrating you know staying staying well hydrated eating everything i should and i'm going to be prepared snowball derby pretty much the biggest race of the year for everybody wouldn't you say Oh, yes, it is the biggest race across, I know the southeast by far. I'm not sure about the country with, you know, the Winchester 400, Docks for 250, big races like that. But especially in the southeast, it is the biggest race. Austin, you got Kyle here. Uh, first question for you is, uh, how's your season been going? Um, and, um, you know, what's what's your upcoming plans? I mean, are you run, are you running the snowball derby? And if you are, what part of it are you running? Uh, so in, in the Snowball Derby, I will be running the Outlaw Late Model. It is a, I believe it's 50 laps. Uh, they race on Saturday night after the uh, Blizzard Series, which is the Pro Late Models. Um, but as far as uh, this year, uh, I've got one win under my belt. Uh, not as many as I'd like, of course, but I do have one win uh, for the years to come. I'm pretty much going to stay in the Outlaws for a while, I believe. I really like the car. I really like the competition. Uh, a bunch of fast drivers are out there. But uh, I hope more wins come. Second question for you is uh, uh, what's, what, are, what are some racetracks you've been on? I know Rowdy kind of talked about it a little bit. But, um, you know, what other, what, what's your favorite racetrack that you've been to so far? Uh, my favorite, my personal favorite would be Nashville Fairgrounds. That place is fast. It's got some bumps in it, but it's not too bad rough. But I love getting around that place. So what do you think about the whole possibility of NASCAR going back to Nashville Fairgrounds? I mean, what do you think about that? Oh, I love it. I love the idea of it. 
just the thought that they're I know they're working with I believe it's Speedway Motors and uh, Marcus Smith and all them guys up there. I hope they do a tremendous job, open that place up to NASCAR and other great venues as well, just not racing. So I have a follow-up to that. Um, North Wilkesboro, I mean, we've seen what has happened with that place. Um, I mean, have you ever raced there before? Have you thought about racing there, Um, you know, being on the NASCAR schedule like it's been for so long? Uh, I have not not raced North Wilkesboro. Uh, we have thought about it. They had a street stock race before the a uh, big late model stock car race that Dell Jr. and them was in. Uh, we was going to try to make that. Unfortunately, we did not get to go. Some stuff came up, but I would love to try out North Wilkesboro. It seems seems like a great track. Seems fun. Uh, just to be an old NASCAR sanctioned track, I love. I would love to be on that. So my last question for you is what what's your thoughts about seeing the all-star race at North Wilkesboro next year? I mean, what what do you think? And, you know, what kind of racing do you think we're going to see? Uh, I love the fact the all-star races at North Wilkesboro. Um, I think they're going to put on a great show. I don't know what quite the format will be, um, but I know everybody's going to drive their tails off. You know, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a pretty historic event. Uh NASCAR not being there since I think what ninety seven I guess last time Jeff Gordon won, um, but yeah I believe NASCAR is going to put on a show and I believe it's going to open up uh, the ability for more tracks that NASCAR has abandoned allow them to come back as well such as you know Rockingham and all. Austin, uh, in at Nashville, how do you take that little bump over in uh, t- the tunnel turn into? I tell you what, it's it's a bump. It a uh, normally you come off the corner on the gas and you try to avoid the bump as much as possible. Either you avoid it, or you stay a lane too high, or you straddle the bump and make it not to where it doesn't uh, upset the car as much. But it a uh, it's a challenge to get around. That's for sure. Austin, your shop there in Jasper. You work out of your garage in Jasper. Yes, sir. That's correct. Well, Austin, man, uh, we really appreciate you, you coming on this this evening. Or, well, I want to say this evening because we did an we did an afternoon Monday show for eight years, so it's hard to, to move into this morning slot. But uh, how about you? Let's let's talk a little bit about the guys that help you get to the track each weekend. Oh yeah, my crew, my team, and they're they're awesome. It's really. Uh, just the guys in the shops, me, my little brother, I mean, they, that dude is, he knows way more than I'll never know. My little brother is something else. And my dad, he's, you know, got racing in his blood for years. He knows all the tricks, the ins and outs. Uh, them two are absolutely amazing. They help a tremendous amount. Uh, without them two, there's no work that could, that could be done to get us to the track, but We've obviously had some other help. Uh, Billy Melvin, racing legend, uh, Rocky Rogers, Augie Grill. There's a bunch of people that's helped us out throughout the years. That without them, it just wouldn't be possible. There's a lot of information learned from Augie Grill, isn't there? Yes, sir. There is a lot. Uh, he's probably forgot enough stuff that I, I won't even know. <laughs> both of us and <laughs> Kyle. I guarantee you, I'll give, uh, he's racing both races at the Snowflake and the Snowball Derby the next weekend. Yeah, he is. He, uh, 
So, uh, Austin, let's talk about your sponsors that help you go round. Oh, yeah. All my sponsors are great. They're tremendous. They help me out. Uh, Terrapro LLC, they're located in Jasper. Um, Rogers Underground Utilities, Rocky Rogers Business. Um, what else we got? Justice Designs, he's my cousin. He does all the wraps. Does a tremendous job on wrapping race cars, painting them, does hand letter and all that good stuff. Uh, Holston Gases, they're a tremendous help. And uh, I believe that's all. Uh, Austin, man, we really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to seeing you at the Snowball Derby. What day do you plan on arriving, Austin? Uh, we will be there, I believe, Thursday evening. Okay, well, I'll see you Monday or uh, early Friday morning. I, I'm, I've, I think, I've got some other commitments on Thursday night, Wednesday and Thursday night, when that comes through. But I usually just load up and try to get halfway to Pensacola and then pull in there about 10:30. But it's a full weekend, a full weekend starting. I think what. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. For a motorhead, yeah, that is the place cool. to be, isn't it? I, I, I to... Oh, yeah. that's. If you want to see some great racing, and I mean racing for, I think it's three, four, maybe five days a week. I mean, every night, they practice every day, qualify every day. It is something else to be going to if you're a race fan. And it's just one – they just give you time for a few – team leaders and members to get across the track and they go right back to racing. It's usually not but like a 15, 10, 15 minute layover and it's usually right back to racing. Austin, I want to wish you, you and your family a happy Thanksgiving and enjoy it and looking forward to seeing you down at Pensacola at Five Flags Speedway next week. All righty. I appreciate it. Thank you for inviting me to be on the show. Happy Thanksgiving everybody and I don't talk to y'all before then. Merry Christmas. Uh, Thank you, Austin. I'll see you, though, this weekend. Next weekend, rather. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. All right. Mm-hmm. All right, Kyle. Austin Evans driving in the Outlaw entries. He's got, there's 31 entries in the Outlaws. That's a 50-lapper. Hey, Kyle, you with me there, my man? All right, everybody, I want to remind you, the first, second, third, and fourth, Pensacola, Florida, and it'll be the Snowball Derby. We wait all year for it, and it's here. I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving, Kyle. we're gonna have some, we're gonna pre-tape some guests on Wednesday for our Thursday night show, so we won't be interrupting anybody on Thanksgiving. So, guys, thanks, Austin, for calling in. Good, <laughs> Kyle. I'll talk to you later.